Welcome to the Self-Kindness with Pete podcast, the podcast where I show you how the practice of inner kindness changes everything. Through the conversations here, I'll teach you how to turn that harsh, critical, and even hurtful inner voice into one that is kind, supportive, and healing. I'm Pete Sibley, the self-kindness coach, and I am so glad you are here. Welcome to another Self-Kindness with Pete. I am Pete Sibley, and we're going to jump right in on this one this week, my friends. Uh, You know, being hard on yourself. How do you stop being hard on yourself? Well, everything that I'm about to say in this podcast, I put into action every single day. And why do I put it in action every single day? It's because I have a human brain and my mind has been marinated and indoctrined by a culture that loves, 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 loves to make it uh, a problem that who you are isn't enough yet that who you are needs to be fixed, it needs to be figured out, you need to get your act together, you need to get on it, you need to cowboy up, all those things. So even in recording this podcast, which I am on edit number two or three now, I have hit stop, I have started swearing in the middle of it, because the voice is just so real. It is real. It's right there next to even when we believe we are acting in a place of kindness and generosity. It shows up and it tells us all the things. So meeting that mind, that's what this podcast episode is about. It's not so much about stopping being hard on yourself. It's about noticing that you being hard on yourself only serves to uh, grow that capability in you. It's like it serves your capability of being harder on yourself. And being hard on yourself in of itself isn't an issue. It's just that you might be feeling called to grow in your life. You might be feeling called to expand compassion in your life. And you might be uh, being called to delve into and allow the purpose, the authentic you that you are to play in the world. Now, I had a bit of a mind-bend moment the other day when I was listening to Alok, who's an American author of a book called Beyond the Gender Binary. And in it, some of the words that they said, it was all of a sudden I saw in my own mind that I make this being me. I make this journey of living as the authentic Pete. I make it into this like act of, you know, bravery, this act of courage. It's like, you know, the Joseph Campbell's like, you know, the hero's journey and Uh, like that's fucking bullshit it's like what why do we make someone's choice to simply be the human being that they are in the world why do we make it you know the 
us being us in the world, authentic us, why do we make that into an act of courage, an act of bravery, when it's it's the complete opposite, like it's the turnaround, like meaning that we are so like just bathed in this normalcy that it's not okay to be our authentic self. And I know that I can't even begin to have, this isn't a complete commentary or an attempt to compare, you know, my experience with that of others who have suffered so greatly uh, from gender and racial inequities. So I, I do realize and witness that the safety to be authentic, you know, the authentic human being is real. I'm saying, uh, but I'm also saying that in order to heal that journey within us, it there's space for someone in my journey, and I can only speak through my lens, which is a lens of being a white, uh, cisgender, heterosexual man in the world. Knowing that I look and identify as the very people who have been the perpetrators of this uh, this, you know, horrific suffering in the world. It's an attempt in my own life to heal what I can, to heal where I can, beginning with the one human being that's looking back at me in the mirror, and that would be me. So when I make their journey into this act of bravery, I notice that what it does is it it belittles the experience of just how big just being the human being that you are it can be. I don't know if that's coming out totally right, but essentially it's about not making you a problem to be solved. That's what's at the heart of this. If I'm not a problem that needs to be solved, then thoughts pop up in my mind, narratives pop up in my mind, stories pop up in my mind, and I get to be the experience of feeling frustrated. I get to be the experience of feeling shame. Now, why is that a fucking good thing, Pete? Why would you want to feel that? Well, what I notice is that when I feel that shame, when I feel an, a feeling of insecurity, when I feel a sense of that I've disappointed another human being, part of me needs to show up to meet that quote-unquote hurt part of me. Let me say that again. Part of me, something within me, needs to meet the insecurity, the shame, the guilt, the frustration, the anger that's in me. So in your mind's eye, it's almost as if there's two of you in that experience. When you allow for the hurt part of you to not be a problem. Is that making sense? Let me say that another way. The hurt 
part of you when it is allowed, when it is safe and okay for you to just simply feel that emotion, when you allow that, it is the way that the kindness, the loving, the compassion part of you gets to show up. So, if it's not a problem, then, and I'm not saying that flippantly, but if if frustration, insecurity is just met with kindness and compassion and love that's in you, then what you are actually doing is growing and feeling the experience of kindness, love, and compassion. And it's only possible when you allow the shit feelings. So that, my friend, is what I'm talking about by a mind bend. And that is why it is an act of self-kindness to allow those emotions to have space. I'm not talking about that we're going to sit in them and just like that they just run our lives. It's about sitting with them with a level and a degree of curiosity and just witnessing them. In that witnessing, that true nature that you are, that kind, loving, compassionate nature that you are meets the hurt, the suffering. And that, my friend, is how you quote-unquote stop being hard on yourself. Because the being hard on yourself comes from you trying to stop or quell or you know hold back and suppress those narratives of oh, I'm feeling insecure and I don't want to feel this or here comes shame. So I wonder, hmm, I wonder how we continue to make this the normal in the world and in our own lives. That's what I think of all the time. That's what this podcast is for, to explore this, to understand how to stop being hard on ourselves by the simple act of allowing ourselves to be and not needing to call it courageous, not needing to call it brave, but just like celebrating it as life, as who we are. So that's it for today. I'm going to let that marinate inside of you. I love you and I'll see you next week. Hello, Self-Kindness with Pete listener. Are you ready? If this message resonates with you today, reach out. I know I can help you. We can jump on a call. I'll give you a couple things you can work on right away that you can implement. And if it works, we can keep working together for six months or a year. And I'll walk you step by step through every step of the way. You are so worthy of the kindness that's already in you, the kindness you express to the world. Time to turn that in and start living that beautiful, brilliant life. Go to the show notes, click on the link, and let's start today. I can't wait to talk.